I, I saw this meme a lot and I really liked it. It is a picture of Gabe. <laughs> it says, shut up and listen to you. And there's a picture of shut Gabe up. next to a yeah. picture of Astrid. <laughs> shut up, you Gabe Astrid. <laughs> but they, they changed it, or gay bastard, to which gay, is Astrid. Which is yeah. <laughs> Gabe Astrid, yeah. Yeah, that's right, Gabe Astrid, yeah. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains. That are causing you pain. Call Michael Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly. If your business paper needs or Dundamip, then the people purses paper people Dundamip, then the people purses paper people Dundamip, then the people purses paper people. Hey there, and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and CEO of Wolf.com, Sean Roney. I'm Edwin Janes, fire guy. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. I don't get the big fuss here. I like the site. If I had created a website with this many problems, I'd kill myself. Do you have a question, Kelly? Yeah, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> Number one, how dare you? <laughs> uh... You know what we do, as always, we discuss a topic every week about our favorite show, The Office. And this week, we're going to be talking about the relationship between Ryan Howard and Kelly Kapoor, played by B.J. Novak and Mindy Kaling, of course. Yeah, a couple of characters that are a little more uh, tertiary or secondary to kind of what you think of as the main cast or the main romance or the main characters. But uh, Ryan and Kelly pop up so much throughout the show, and they give so much comedic relief they bring such a funny unpredictable element to the show um we wanted to talk about their relationship because if you try to talk it's hard to talk about one without talking about the other right yeah and if we were to do an episode about kelly for example be like well maybe don't talk too much about ryan because you want to do a ryan episode but it makes the most sense i think to talk about them together as they are so intertwined and talk and talk star-crossed lovers and talk about a tv couple in our formative years that just Mm -hmm. sets the bar for a healthy well communicated, functional, functional relationship. <laughs> I mean, you think about how people talk about Jim and Pam being like one of these ultimate will they, won't they relationships, and of course we've all we've also talked a little bit about Dwight and Angela. Sure, um, but holy moly, Ryan and Kelly. <laughs> the um, first, there's TV. some ups and downs in that. Ryan and Kelly, <laughs> instead of being will they, won't they, it's like will they, yes they, why they, are they. <laughs> Oh, maybe not they, you know. <laughs> it's just that they will. Yeah. They will mm-hmm. um, something. Of course, we're going to get into, uh, you know, th- their relationship arc and some of our favorite moments uh, between uh, Ryan and Kelly. But I, I had to bring up, because this is this is topical news, I guess. Just like days ago, uh, Mindy Kaling did a CBS interview, and they talked about uh, her relationship with BJ Novak. I didn't even realize reading this or watching the interview that they had dated on and off during kind of previously or during the show. Yeah, she said she told Vulture in 2012, we kind of fell in love through doing that writing together Mm -hmm. and then dated on and off for a couple of years. Um, And. She said that Classic you know Ryan. people see her and BJ. <laughs> people see her and BJ together in in public, like getting along and joking around a lot and stuff like that. And they wonder if if they actually do have a, a some sort of relationship going on. And she kind of talks about how she she 
she likes that that people think that because they're very good friends and uh he's the godfather of her child it's amazing they they really had this real um uh you know uh what 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 do you call chemistry? it kinship chemistry in real life um which of course lent itself to their amazing chemistry on, on as as Ryan himself on once said i just realized that i probably couldn't do better than kelly <laughs> Aw, <laughs> it's a sad moment. Yeah, it's harsh. But this all is around. exactly how they talk about each other all the time. Right, right. Uh, so, what? Where do we? Where do we start? So, I think we can start with season one. Ryan comes in as the temp in the pilot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and is the pilot is kind of a one to one version of the BBC Office. It's a very similar sort of dynamic that they bring in um, in the BBC Office. There's a new guy, a temp, that kind of thing, and Ryan is definitely featured. He's featured in the credits all the way through especially in the early seasons, he's definitely played too by Michael. Michael is always throwing to the temp, trying yeah. to befriend the temp, right? Yeah. Hottest in the office. In the Exactly. In the Dundies episode, Jim is like, well, we, we've, you know, we learned Michael's true feelings for Ryan. <laughs> and right. we've heard Michael change the lyrics to a number of classic songs, which for me has ruined them for life. <laughs> Ryan uh, always holding up his gym clothes in the credits. That's right. Yeah, that's right. For the basketball, basketball game. game. So. Yeah. Do we ever actually see Ryan playing? Does he ever get the ball? I or? think he's in the game. I don't know if we ever see him actually okay. do anything. I can't remember him doing anything significant during the game. Yeah. Anyway. I remember him washing up in the bathroom with, with Stanley. Right. <laughs> it's funny. Ryan is such a low-key character in the first few seasons. You know, he really doesn't show himself. He's not committed to the job, right? Yeah. And only after Jim leaves does Ryan kind of come in and become like the, the salesman, tries to assert himself a little bit, right? We see flashes from Ryan, throughout the early seasons. And then we see even more from him once he starts dating Kelly. And it's like Ryan is sort of, again, he's it's similar to Jim. He's played kind of as a straight man where things kind of happen to him and he has to right. kind of react. Like Michael having this strange affection, like this best friend brotherhood yeah. sort of thing with Ryan, you know? Right. Um, well, I think like, I mean, we're, he he's a, it, an audience surrogate in a lot of ways, right? Michael is talking to him, telling him about, like, you know, welcome, you know, this is what we do here in the office and stuff like that. And he's talking to us, maybe. Well, so, yeah. And again, in the BBC, that's the first episode is like, you know, how do we, you see this in a lot of movies and TV shows. It's like, how do we get introduced to this world? Let's have them giving a tour of whoever's new, you know? Yeah. And then like, you literally walk around, you meet people, you see everything. Right. So that was sort of the function of what Ryan's character is in the BBC office. But then he kind of, in the BBC at least, that character just sort of goes away. Right. And mm-hmm. because like, because him and because Ryan and Jim kind of run the same corner, like they occupy right. some of the same stuff. I think too, like, I, and I'm just kind of realizing this now is that Ryan has even less sort of power and agency than Jim because he's the temp. He's right. so much at the mercy of Michael's whims and telling him to do things. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, I think we we talked about it. The first cold open is Ryan coming in early to give Michael a breakfast sandwich, and it's like, so what's oh that special God. assignment you wanted me to come in for? And Michael holds up the bag with the breakfast sandwich. <laughs> and he's like, you know, you have the office yourself. Run around, take the pants off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go sleep in my car. I'm a bit of a night owl, and I'm an early bird, which means I'm wise and I have worms. <laughs> it's it, that, that is a really interesting point, though. He does sort of... Uh, way more so than Jim, like kind of represent like this, the sort of futility of working in this sort of office space, this kind of bland paper company of like, mm-hmm. Oh, your boss can just tell you to do stuff and he's an idiot and you just have to do it. Cause you're a temp. Like whatever. in the injury when Michael sends him out to go get all that food from like the, I don't even yeah. know what kind of restaurant it is. Like a 
Boston Market or something because it's got like chicken or maybe it's KFC oh, or right, something, yeah. right? Uh, and he's like, believe it or not, the gas station in Carbondale did not have fresh yams. <laughs> really, because they always have yams. You know? uh, and and then kind of by contrast, like Kelly is already an established employee, you know, Kelly, but when they come in there. So do, I'm, I'm trying to think, do they ever like when's their when's the first time yeah, they kind of meet? Not in season one, because the the. Pretty much the only thing that Kelly does in season one is slap Michael when and the do and the diversity day episode. Right, right. I can't hey, think of any. She other... comes in for one shot and nails it. Yeah, I think what we see a lot of in season one is char- writers that are be- eventually become characters. Right, right. Populating these sort of extra roles in the office. Like when you watch season one, you see these extras and characters that you never see again. You know, because they're mm-hmm. supposed to just be generic figures in the office, but. Uh, Kelly and I mean like there are a lot of characters that are Toby, writers on the show Mose. Toby yeah yeah most <laughs> um, but I mean Toby and Kelly specifically I think are characters that were writers kind of filling in and then yeah. they became part of the main cast even though that was not really how they kind of came on and BJ, BJ Novak yeah was brought on as like a writer slash character right early on to be part of the show because for as you know central as they are you know uh, Jim Michael Pam white none of these people are writers yeah you know it's only bj novak is the only person in Mm -hmm. that upper echelon of main characters i guess sort of and and you never really see ryan and kelly be pivotal in any kind of plot points with the exception of dunder milton infinity with ryan and corporate that's sort of the only time i think either the two of them Mm. are really a major part of like the overall story plot right there are a couple moments here and there like i'm thinking of kelly during the customer, oh, shoot. oh yeah, product sure. recall. That's right. Where she has right. this day is bananas. B. <laughs> well, they're part of episode plots. I just mean like kind of longer term, like story plot stuff. But yeah, and and then like you know Ryan's rise and fall from corporate, which I'm sure we'll get into. Sure. Um, kind of sort of puts that to the test, and we'll talk about maybe if it worked or didn't. I think too, kind of when they first come together is in Valentine's Day in season two. Yeah. When mm-hmm. I think at, at earlier on, they kind of allude to well, liking each other. Or... Jim is stuck listening to Kelly talk about this. What is, is he stuck in the annex? Is it when? So he's in the break room. Todd Packer. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. No, go <laughs> ahead. You go you're, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Go ahead. You, you keep going. Packer's out on the road for this one. Right. I think. But anyway, uh, Kelly is talking to Jim, and it's Valentine's Day, right? So there's a lot of packages coming in, or flowers, and the teddy bear for Phyllis and everything. Yeah, that's right. And Kelly is telling Jim how they're out with all of Ryan's friends, and how she's like, and I'm thinking to myself, Ryan, what's taking you so long? And then, Jim, he kissed me. And I said, (laughs) Ryan, what took you so long? And now, Jim, I have a boyfriend, right? And it's Valentine's Day, and then it cuts to Ryan, and he says... I hooked up with her on February 13th. And he puts his hands in his hair. Yeah. And when he takes them out, his hair stands up. But nice. <laughs> 2005, 2006 hair. So I think before this, uh, Todd Packer takes a dump on Michael's carpet. Michael needs Spoiler to alert. Pardon me. <laughs> now you got to tie it back to Ryan and Kelly. But Michael moves out into the bullpen and takes Jim's desk, and Jim has to go to the annex. Is that when she is pestering him about, like, asking Ryan if he likes her? Oh, you know what? That sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that right? And it's tortured. And him. then he has to ask Ryan, and Ryan's right. like, yeah, well, did she say anything? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that makes sense. Okay. But that's kind of when they first come together, at least in Valentine's yes. Day, and then <laughs> Kelly is like, 
you know, Ryan, uh, they're in the break room, and Ryan comes in to get a soda, and Kelly's <laughs> like, uh, Ryan, you know, do you want to? Do you have any plans tonight? Do you want to do something? I mean, no pressure at all. And Jim goes, No, not while I'm here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, and Ryan goes, I have plans with my friends. I can't do it tonight. And then he leaves, right? right? And then again, there's another scene where Kelly's like, Oh, Jim, but it would be so perfect if he were into me. But like, I just and he and he's not. But I don't know. <laughs> and then Jim is like, uh, You know what, Kelly? It would be great if he were into you, but he's not. Okay, and then Kelly's like, "Ah, oh, but it's so it'd be so great if he if he were." And Jim says, uh, "You should come to my poker game, right?" And Kelly's like, "Oh, okay." She goes, "Can I buy Ryan?" <laughs> He's like, <"No." laughs> "That's a uh, boy." There's a deleted scene I'd like to see. So yeah. Kelly at a poker <laughs> Kelly game. At Jim's, at Jim's poker, poker game. game. Uh, so uh, this this relationship is off to a good start. At this point, <laughs> it is, and I think at this stage too, it's like if if Jim and Pam are the sort of uh, I don't know, sort of more mature, long-term relationship that they're trying to build. Like, Ryan and Kelly are always sort of more of a teenage infatuation, on again, off again. Like, they, there's so much pop culture infused into their relationship and each of their characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that really starts to develop pretty early on, that they sort of take that role. <laughs> and there, there's this, this sort of funny disconnect where, like, I want to say it's in Take Your Daughter to Work Day, where Kelly's like, I love kids. Ryan, could you ever see yourself having kids? And Ryan's like... I don't know. I don't know if I ever want kids. And then she leaves and Pam says, Ryan, you know, she clearly has feelings for you. And he goes, I know what I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's cold. Ice cold. Well, because there's another moment where like Ryan is saying, he's like, Kelly and I agreed that we were just going to have fun. We talked about this. And fun for Kelly means getting married and having babies with me as soon as possible. <laughs> right. Why? I mean, he... Is he just staying in it to just avoid the awkwardness? Or I mean, we're we're seeing even in this early stage that he is he does seem to be attracted to her. Yeah. But doesn't want to be in a committed relationship at all. I mean, I'm in, I'm inferring this reading of Ryan, but it seems right. like he's he 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 does like Kelly, you know, and he has feelings for Kelly, but he is he's he's portrayed as such a younger character yeah. that it like makes a little bit of sense that he doesn't want to settle down right away and he has a hard time expressing it to Kelly and Kelly is trying to lock him down yeah. you know um like in the Diwali episode yeah when Ryan talks to Kelly's parents and they're like oh you're saving up to uh to buy, to start a family he goes no to to travel and buy an Xbox you know <laughs> right. right i mean i think he's such a like fragile little child really mm-hmm. underneath it all and he's trying to be like a you know, well, kind of the character he becomes in season three. I was going to say, it's funny how in the early seasons, he's kind of like, he's younger, he doesn't really know what he wants to do, but he doesn't really want to get serious. And later in the show, it's just like, no, Ryan sucks. Yeah. He's just just a bad dude. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I just, I mean, maybe I'm like, well, I'm jumping ahead, but like, you know, just like stuff like uh, when when they're opening the the Sabre store in Florida. Mm -hmm. And he breaks down and needs them to talk to him like, right. like he's their mom or mm-hmm. like they're Kelly, you know. Oh, fix means you hate it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think, too, I mean, we've talked a lot about Ryan, but I think in the early few seasons when we talk about Kelly, like Kelly so often is played as kind of this ditzy kind of character who's somebody who's a little more superficial. Mm-hmm. Um, but she likes Beyonce, pink the color, pink the singer. Hot dogs. That's awesome. Basically things that are awesome. Snow cones. <laughs> yeah. Um, before she decides that she's into Ryan, she's into somebody else in the office. And that was Dwight K. Schrute. Oh, yeah. She kisses she him. She kisses him at the Christmas party. 
what are you doing? I don't know. Maybe she has trouble meeting men outside of work, and she's. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about this now, but it's <laughs> well, almost she said, like with Ryan. Then, yeah, <laughs> it's Ryan funny sucks. how both of them are kind of portrayed as children, right? Yeah, Ryan is immature and doesn't want to settle down, and like later on in the show, he's even less mature, right? Mm-hmm. He's trying to be all cool and hip all the time. He just wants to be cool, hang out with his friends, and Kelly <laughs> listen to some records. <laughs> and then Kelly is kind of portrayed as like she wants to hang out at the mall, and she likes pink, and you know things like mm-hmm. like very. She wants to celebrity name her, news. She wants and... to name her kid Usher, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's like a people... Usher Raymond Kapoor. What is wrong with that? She's oh, like yeah. a People magazine, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's like, oh, Jim, I have so much news to tell you. And she's like, <laughs> Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie had a baby and they named it Shiloh. And then, uh, what is it? Katie Holmes and Tom Cruise had a baby and they named it Surrey? Yeah. Surrey. And then he's like, oh, okay, anything else? She's like, I just told you. Yeah, yeah. But what, yeah. One of the better, <laughs> one of my favorite outtakes is when she does that and switches the names of the babies. And Jim goes, and are you sure? John Krasinski goes like, I think you switched those up. And she's like, oh my God. <laughs> she can't believe she did it. Like, <laughs> uh, also in season two, I I was I was kind of just brushing up on some of the stuff she does, and she in Take Your Daughter to Work Day, she's the one who like tells Stanley oh, yeah. about Ryan and Stanley's daughter, and is the one the reason that Stanley thinks that Ryan made a move on his daughter. That is some like <laughs> she, that is really harsh. Stan, Stanley's oh, yeah. daughter, I think her name is Melissa, mm-hmm. is like uh, Ryan. You've never been to Jitters? Oh my god, you're so dorky. I drink like ten ice macchiatos a day or whatever, right? Jitters at Steamtown Mall. Give me your number. And then yeah, yeah. and then uh, <laughs> Kelly points it out to Stanley, and then it like cuts to them in the break yeah. rooms. Boy, have you lost your mind? <laughs> I'll help you, you find, find it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus could come walking through that door. He can't help you. You don't stop sniffing around my daughter. She is a child. Yeah. <laughs> I think I played it in the drop. I think I played it in the uh, that kind of collection of season two bloopers uh-huh. that uh, we did for the, mm-hmm. the conference room that one time. But yeah, you get the Stanley saying, uh, <laughs> what they'll do you in prison is nothing to compare to what I'll do you before you get in there. There's, there's a really great sort of reversal. I don't even remember when it happens, but like they all go out to a bar or something. Yeah. And Melissa sees him. Yeah. And uh, she's like, hey, Ryan. And he's like, oh, hey, what's going on? You know, and then yeah. he looks over at Stanley and he realizes it's Stanley's daughter. <laughs> and he has that moment of realization like, oh, no, not yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley just yelled at me. It's one of the most terrifying things I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Echoing the time that Jim sees Stanley coming out of in beach games. And oh, like, yeah. Oh, a look yeah. in Stanley's eyes. So that's, Stanley has both put the fear of God in, in both of them. I mean, I think we can kind of jump. We can skip ahead a little bit. I think yeah. we should. Let's try to like go over the main beats in their relationship. And then yeah. we can kind of go back and find funny moments or why it's significant. Mm-hmm. But I think like from season two to season three, like we see more of Ryan and Kelly together. It just kind I love of when they painfully go on, develops. Yes. I love when they go on the double date with Pam. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah they, she Kelly sets up Pam with her neighbor and they're a out, cartoonist. Right. For the. Yeah. And they're, they're just like the only thing we really see from Kelly and Ryan is them sitting at the restaurant and Kelly's just feeding Ryan French fries. And he's like, no, I don't want. And she's like, no, you love ketchup. And she turns to him. And she goes, he loves ketchup. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's just it's I mean, as it like how many times did they like. Are they really breaking up, getting back together? It's just a complete roller coaster. Okay, so they, it really slowly develops their relationship until the they're end up. of season three. Well, they're going to break up when the branch is going to close, right? right. And, and they cut to Kelly, and she's like, if Ryan Howard is laid off, I will kill myself, right? <laughs> their relationship, I'm just realizing now, is kind of 
follows the same trajectory as Stanley wanting to retire. Like you just keep thinking like <laughs> they should be done here. They should be done. <laughs> it never ends. And then at final at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Gone. There's a great moment. And then afterwards, when like they find out the branch is not closing, like Kelly like tackles him into the fridge. She's like, we don't have to break up now, Ryan. We'll be together forever. Right. <laughs> and then, yes, to your point, at the end, after Beach Games, during the, the job, which is the end of season three, mm-hmm. we see David Wallace on the phone with someone. It cuts mm-hmm. back to Ryan in the annex. Talking. His business school has paid off. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Kelly says, who is that? And he goes, no one. You and I are done. What? <laughs> the look he gives to the camera at the end of that is yeah. so perfect. Oh god. There's also a great moment He's just been waiting to do that too. At her. the end of yeah, <laughs> At the end of business school, poor Kelly. When Michael puts Ryan in the annex, right, instead yeah. of fires him. Yeah. A good manager doesn't fire people, Ryan. He hires people and inspires people, right? Yeah. It cu- a couple episodes later, they're arguing back and forth, yeah. you know, about this is after uh Roy comes in and attacks Jim. Yeah. And uh, Kelly's like, that's so scary. I can't imagine. Or, Roy's like, or Ryan says, I can't imagine what I do in that situation. And Kelly goes, I know what you would do. You would sit back and you would laugh like when those kids pour the milkshake on me. And he goes, no. Well, that was funny. Right? They keep going back and forth. <laughs> and Toby is like, uh, guys, I'm sorry. He's like, I don't know if Michael intended to punish me by putting Ryan back here in the annex. But if he did, genius. <laughs> <laughs> And then we go into season four. Then we go we into Darryl season four. Uh, Ryan goes off to corporate. Mm-hmm. He comes back every once in a while. And uh, Kelly. How's my favorite branch doing? Yeah. Kelly <laughs> Kelly gets all dressed up for this. Um, and uh, I think that's when we hear the clip that we played at the uh, start of the show. Mm-hmm. Dunder Mifflin. I have a question. Number one, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> I. I included Creed in the beginning of that because yeah. I just it was a, something I never really caught. That's so funny. That, <laughs> oh, yeah. that, that, that Creed is like, funny. like I, I I don't see what the big fuss is. I like the site. <laughs> well, and then remember you later it's, it's found out that it's like a ring for like it's like pedophiles yeah. or something oh, yeah, like that, yeah. or like yeah. people talking to underage kids. The social networking yeah. feature was not very well regulated. Creed, Creed loves a good criminal underground. <laughs> sure does. Uh, that is also the episode that she tells him she's pregnant. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then and it cuts to the confessional. Oh and she's, <laughs> she just silently shakes her head. Yeah. Because I'm pregnant and I am keeping it. He's like, oh, my God. Okay, let's have dinner tonight. <laughs> yeah. like, it's okay. We'll, do, we'll figure this out. Oh, that's so dark. <laughs> that's the only way he's willing to. And then it. later she's like, it, it comes out that she's not pregnant. And he goes, right. what? And he's like, we're done. And she goes. Why? <laughs> yeah, they really are perfect. For they each go other. back and forth like yeah. that so many times. Just the, the emotional manipulation they do to yeah. each other. But there's what comes out of that breakup is that they're fighting. I think Kelly is dating Daryl. Not or, or that later. Just, just Daryl catches Ryan yelling at her. Right. Right. And he's like, he's like, you better lay off Miss Kapoor. You know. What does he say? No. So that's Dwight. So Kelly buys a ream of paper from the website. It's like, bling. She like drops the ream into the thing. And she's like, oh, it's so fun. You get a Because Daryl comes up to deliver. Okay. Daryl comes up to deliver a single ream of paper to Kelly. Mm -hmm. Right. And ironically, Ryan's brainchild is the reason that uh, Daryl even goes up there in the first place. And Dwight is trying to outsell the computer. And he goes, damn it, Kelly. It knows. It knows what you're doing. (laughs) Yeah. And then Daryl's like, why don't you sit down? Stop yeah. yelling at our sweet little Miss Kapoor. Yeah. And start selling paper, like a, multiple reams of paper, like yeah. a real man. Oh, my gosh. 
She loved that. Oh, yeah. Daryl, so good. He's a good guy. But <laughs> Daryl Fieldman is the most complicated man I've ever met. Who just says whatever they're thinking? What game is that? But uh, they start dating after that. Right. Um, she drives Daryl crazy. Mm-hmm. He also can't break up with her. Maybe this is a thing that Kelly has on, on people. Well, because what happens is Ryan comes back. Right. Yeah. He comes back as the temp, and I think Kelly and Daryl like make out in front of him and stuff. Yeah. And then Dar- like, Ryan is like, he goes back to the annex, and he's like, "Well, I guess this is where I'll be doing my push-ups, right?" Yeah. And he gets down, and he starts doing push-ups, and he tries to do one-handed push-ups or whatever. And uh, then they like are making out, but in the break room. Yeah. And Kelly goes, uh, "This can't happen again." And Ryan goes, "No, Daryl can't happen again." <laughs> he's like. Uh, and he drafts a text message for, yeah, yeah. for, for her to yeah, send. He's already drafted it. And That's one of my favorite moments. Between and yeah. Kelly, for sure. Kelly goes, oh, he's going to kill us. And Ryan yeah, says, like, I'd like to see him try. Let's do it together. And they hit the button together. And then and then it's like, bling. And she goes, oh, it's cool. He said it's cool. And he's That's like, all he wrote? What? Didn't you guys date for like a long time? She's like, uh-huh. <laughs> and the I'm shot, so glad and we're the, back together now, Ryan. And the shot of Daryl happily yeah. walking from a distance. <laughs> That uh, so much bounce in his step as we go throwing out like favorite moments between them. Yeah. I think that's top one of them for me is when Ryan shows her the text message yeah. and she's really unsure, but her response through tear almost tears is it's really well written, like, <laughs> like she, well written and all, but yeah. she respects the craft. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> she's hesitant to go through with it. It's Ryan amazing. is a great writer. Mm-hmm. We, we we'll get we to lo- this. Yeah, we'll get to <laughs> okay. this. Later. All right, all right. <laughs> so I think after this season five, Ryan is basically back, right? Yeah. And Ryan and Kelly are just kind of dating. I think through sort of the rest of the show, up until yeah. season eight. Well, in season seven, there's a cold open where it turns out that they got engaged over the weekend. Yeah. And they also oh, got right. divorced. And they're over announcing the their divorce to everyone. And they're like, actually, we do need everyone to pick sides. And it's like, who's on my side? No one raises their hand. Yeah. Who's on my and side? Who's on my side? No one raises their hand. Right. Um, but yeah, and then in season eight is kind of where we get this sort of the last sort of ditch drama where Kelly meets Ravi. Right. You know, and Pam uh, introduces right. them. And I don't even remember why they're broken up before then. It could be, this could be the divorce. It could be shortly after the divorce. I mean, that's in season, well, so that's, that, the divorce thing I think happens in season seven. Okay. And then uh, in season eight is when we have Ravi. Mm-hmm. But then Ryan has to try to win Kelly back with like some grand dramatic gesture. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I think this is what we were kind of getting that's to. It, it's yeah. exactly what ahead. I was going to bring but, up. But so he, he, he makes this last ditch thing for uh, for Kelly. He comes out on a horse wearing all this Indian a white horse. garb. Right? Yeah. And he says, Kelly. And he's like, I know that we've never been together. And uh, hold on. I'm going to find the quote. It's it's, it's just <laughs> oh, it's so great. Did you just, why are you finding that? Just reading everything that happens in season eight and nine, even though like they're not in it that much. Oh, my God. Just everything that goes on between the two of them is nuts. It is so wild. Yeah. And like, I mean, lives are getting literally handed off to other people. Oh in my like a split second. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll too, get there. For, we'll get there for sure. Okay. This is what Ryan says. And, and I love that when he's saying this, Pam is like, no, boo, boo, yeah, yeah. boo. Audience you're toxic. You're yeah. toxic. And then halfway through this, <laughs> that's, right. that's what he's saying to her. Halfway through this, Ryan or Pam just goes, oh, barf. Right. Yeah. This, is, this is what Ryan says. Kelly, I have a few things to say to you, so please don't interrupt. And Kelly says, I wasn't going to interrupt. And Ryan says, well, you do that a lot, so just don't. Thank you. I know that I haven't always treated you like the way that you, for whatever reason, feel you deserve to be treated. But I want to marry you, Kelly Kapoor. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. But someday. And probably. Pam. 
barf. Oh, you suck. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, what is your problem, right? And then he has to get the horse wrangler yeah. to turn the horse yeah, around. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, thank you. Kelly, I can't promise you that we'll always stay together. I can't promise you that I'll never cheat on you, nor should I. Modern marriages aren't built that way. Men aren't built that way. There's a very interesting article that I can email to you. But I can tell you this. Even if the odds are 50-50 that we'll break up within the week, I want to roll those dice. I love you, Kelly. Right? <laughs> and then Kelly goes, I love Ravi, and I choose him. And then they just make out yeah. next to the horse. She gives him a hug. <laughs> he he writes her a poem in that episode. And, and even, Jim and Pam find it at the end yeah, of the episode. Yeah, and, they, and of course, Pam's mission during this episode is to keep them from from getting back together and she starts crying though reading his poem kapoor and cadesperate he watches <laughs> he is a, he is a drifter out to sea and then it wraps with and when the indian ocean calms one speck of white remains in waters cold and kelly green and pam goes it's just so dumb but when he describes himself as a child <laughs> lost on the life raft and then the, the last line of the episode is Jim looking in the camera with tears in his eyes and saying, Ryan can never know. <laughs> <laughs> never. Never. So there you go, man. Because a... we see so much of them. I mean, maybe I'm jumping kind of into a random thing, yeah. but like there's so much of it is Ryan and Kelly's like artistic endeavors, right? Mm-hmm. Like Subtle Sexuality, the webisodes where Ryan is like their producer. Mm-hmm. And then uh, oh the, gosh, Ryan's photography where he's taking like nude pictures of Kelly. Right. <laughs> right. Showing them to Aaron. As he's hitting on her. Right. <laughs> Ryan is the worst, yeah. Ryan yeah, is pretty bad. Let's get that bad. out and, of the way. And I think, let's just wrap up their arc really quickly, and then we can kind of jump yeah. back into right. random so moments. So season nine. So season nine begins with them being sort of written out of the show. Right. Um, Kelly follows Ravi to a job in, at the University of Miami, Ohio. And so she's throwing out all of her coats <laughs> into the, into the, to the people in the office. She's like, so long, everyone. Yeah. I'm going to be on the beach with LeBron James and Gloria Stefan, right? Yeah. And then it's Ohio. And then it's like mysteriously, a few days later, Ryan also uh, declared that he was moving to Miami. And then it's him at a bus stop with garbage bags. And he's like, I just had to go follow Miami. It's the place where all the tech things are going. He's Mm -hmm. like, oh, these bags? Uh, They're my clothes. (laughs) (laughs) And then we don't see them again until they come back during the finale. Right. And we see them at Dwight and Angela's wedding. Kelly's with Ravi, right? Yep. And, uh, Can I just read this last bit on? Please. Uh, it's just great. This is just a great paragraph. In the finale, it's revealed that Kelly is married to Ravi. Uh, Ryan has a baby named Drake with his ex-girlfriend, who walked out on them, leaving Ryan as a single parent. At Dwight and Angela's wedding reception, Ryan induces a mild allergic reaction in his baby so that Ravi has to examine him. Using like that as his excuse. Strawberry. Suck on a yes. strawberry. Using that as his excuse to get Kelly alone to tell her he wants her back, Kelly and Ryan run off together, abandoning Drake, who's adopted by Nelly. Yep. That's exactly Drake, what happens. Uh, not named after the hip hop artist. It's actually just a combination of the new- names Drew and Blake. Drew and Blake. <laughs> <laughs> that, is that is just a crazy end. But. I, I it it felt like those writers being like, let's have fun on the finale and let's yeah. where our characters are gonna run off. It's I mean so and like absurd. what is the most sort of truest thing to Ryan and Kelly is the fact that they just like are so impulsive that they just ruin everything that they've built for each other and just leave right. and run off together. They can't right. they'll always be together, right? Um that's sort I think that's sort of the the kind of funny and it's it's almost sweet in a way where it's like mm-hmm. their their relationship is so uh, wavy and it goes through all these yeah. different weird twists and turns and they're broken up and they're back together and they're mean to each other and they're kind to each other and they take each other back right right and then it ends with them just kind of running off and it's like you know that they're going to split up of as course. soon as probably as soon, that yeah. night exactly but uh but that's kind of the fun 
of their characters. And I think the show does a good job of not making it too heavy, right? Yeah. When you look at these moments, you know, and you read out the lines, it's like, wow, these people are really terrible to each other. But, like, the show... It happens so often and so continuous in the show, yeah. and it's always played for laughs. That like it feels it feels like lighthearted in a yeah. way. Oh yeah, right. It's always a source of, of comic relief, and it's really unexpected, you know. And and like Kelly's sort of like obliviousness to the way that Ryan treats her. I think about that conference room uh, se- uh, scene where uh, Michael Scott has learned that Donna yes. is is cheating on him. Mm. He still thinks that that she's cheating on him, not on her mm-hmm. husband with him. But um, <laughs> uh, Kelly has a moment where she like raises her hand. Like, what 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 is it exactly? They went to P.F. Chang's in uh, in another town, and Kelly's like, "That's weird. Why would you go do that? Why would you like, go to P.F. Chang's in the Poconos? You can go to the Great Wall here in Scranton." <laughs> Because when, <laughs> when your hot girlfriend says she wants to go to P.F. Chang's, you take her there and you, you take her to the resort and we screwed. I don't even know if that's right. I just love what he's that's like. Right. When your girlfriend says this, we go there and we screwed. <laughs> but yeah, she's like, uh, that kind of sounds like what Ryan did to me when he was cheating on me. Right. She says, uh, and then Ryan goes off on this long line. Well, where he's like, does, does she, she shower before sex? Does she shower, shower after does sex? she lock her phone when she's around you? Yeah. <laughs> like all these. And she's like, she does all these things. Right? Yeah. But I just, I love that moment where they're just kind of like Kelly and Ryan sitting there together. <laughs> being both, like, Oh, well, that's what, that's what we used to do. <laughs> like she's like, Ryan, so used, matter to, of fact Ryan used to take me to this diner all the way on the other side of town when Ryan had two girlfriends and he goes, some diner. It was in a life magazine spread about Americana. <laughs> <laughs> And there's another line where Kelly is like, oh, no, he has hurt me too often and too many times. <laughs> I don't even know what the context is. But, yeah. But they, it's, it's, it is funny how like they can stay together and be together, even though they've like hurt each other so many times, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's this moment when uh, in when Ryan makes his grand gesture to Kelly, when he's in the break room trying to appeal to everyone in the office, and they're like, Ryan says, do you really think this Ravi guy is better? And they're like, yes, we all think he's better. Nate. He goes for Kelly, and Oscar goes. Yes, she's found herself this wonderful pediatrician. Like, why do you have to ruin this? And then Nate comes in. And he goes. Now I haven't really met this Ravi guy, but only knowing you a short while, Brian, <laughs> I I would go with Ravi. <laughs> and again, why is Nate there? Why does Nate yeah. speak up? Oh, Nate is so great. Oh, I love Nate. We have to do an episode yeah. about Nate. <laughs> Knowing you only a short while, Brian. <laughs> and again, I don't even know the guy. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, it's funny how they they're. Uh, it, it it's it's too bad the way they're written out of the show kind of allows the show in season nine. Allows the show to kind of focus in on resolving these sort of bigger arcs, which is to say Jim and Pam, Dwight and Angela, Andy and Aaron, mm-hmm. you know, the show kind of zeroes in on these kind of plot lines, right? Yeah. Um, especially as these characters like Dwight and Jim and Pam kind of need to get to their resolution, right? And you can write Ryan and Kelly back into the show at the end, having this moment together, right, where they run away. And, like, it just kind of plays to their nature of, like, they're kind of in the background, but when they pop up, it's always really funny, or it's really uh, kind of meaningful. Yeah. Or, yeah. They're, they're, they're like each other's lowest common denominator. And, and in fact, they kind of are f- for a lot of people in the office. You think about like, like we've talked about the various kind of romantic webs amongst the main characters and sort of all the, all the overlap. And then you're like, okay, well, actually, Ryan and Kelly have also 
are like this B side of like they've dated or have or made moves on a lot of people within the office. I mean, Ryan with Kelly with Aaron with mm-hmm. um uh oh, I already Pam. said Karen. Probably, Probably. sure. <laughs> I think that's a great point. They're always so some of the funny Ryan and Kelly moments are sort of throwaway lines when they're like going, they're arguing with each other and they're bringing up random times, right? And right. like, um, yeah, that's true. And like Ryan is if like, if they were in Family Guy, there'd be a lot of callbacks. Callback <laughs> <Yeah. cuts laughs> Ryan Ryan's like, well, next time you don't call me in the middle. Or uh, Kelly says, all right, well, if that's true, then you don't call me in the middle of the night thinking there's a murder in your house. Yeah. And uh, she's like, speaking of calling people in the middle of the night, you call me in the middle of the night. And she goes, I call you in the middle of the night to tell you that I love you. <laughs> 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 or he's like, uh, he's like, I never cheated on you, even though I probably could have. He's like, Karen Filippelli sent me an email asking me out on the date. I didn't because uh, because I was committed to our relationship, which you know? is so funny because he sent her an email. That's correct. Her being Karen. Yeah, yeah. That's so. That's Ryan's such a awful. subtle like. Mm-hmm. By the way, he's lying about this because Ryan makes, we learn it from Jim. Remember, Ryan makes a run at Pam when he's in corporate. Right. Oh, yeah. He asked her to go to dinner, That's, and then it cuts to Jim, and yeah, Jim is yeah. like, "Jim is like, I guess he can't get any girl he wants, right?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to Eric. He like when when Michael he's inspired by Michael's example of just taking what he wants, mm-hmm. and and he goes to Aaron. And he's like, "I find you attractive. I want to sleep with you." Yeah. And he goes, and she goes, "What about Kelly?" And he goes, "You read my mind, or something like that." Yeah. <laughs> and then Aaron's like, "Is this a joke?" And he goes, "Yep. Yes." <laughs> and he goes back to the break room. And he goes, "Can't do it, man. I don't know how you do it." Yeah. And Michael threw a mouthful of cake. Says, "You'll learn, baby. You'll <laughs> learn." Goes, oh, that's lemon. Well, I mean, uh, oh, Phyllis. <laughs> Ryan, when they're when they're when they're trying to figure out who's going to go down to Florida, mm-hmm. he makes this whole presentation <laughs> about how they should pick either Ryan or Kelly. Not again, both. Again, not both. <laughs> uh, Preferably I'm... me, but if not me, Kelly Kapoor. Right. Also, the episode after they break up, let's not forget that Ryan uh, then decides to go to Thailand right after they oh, get yeah. back together. Oh, yeah, he goes to Thailand. He goes to Thailand. Before yeah. and to break up, but right before breaking up, oh convinces Kelly to give him money. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they sleep together yeah, one get, more time. Get, yeah, we sleep love together one more, one more time. time. And if you have any cash, cash that'd be great. great. That's the worst. That's got to be the worst <laughs> okay. Ryan moment. She, okay. she just says okay. It's got to be the like. Oh, that's he's so awful. Oh, that's bad. Uh, Which where? What is the? When is that? That's right. That's the end of. That's right. Bef- it's before the duel, and then it's after. Uh, season right five. after they. It's the episode after Daryl and. Oh, and okay. Kelly break up. It's, yeah, somewhere in five. I'm really glad that you mentioned the the Florida trip because yeah. <laughs> there's this funny moment where Ryan takes another run at Aaron. Re- yeah, because of Aaron is like they want to make waffles. Well, Aaron is like I'm moving down uh, here under the under the right. And, and Ryan in a talking head says, "Why would Aaron confide in me that she's staying here in Florida if she didn't want me to make some last ditch, nothing to lose?" Kelly Kahoo, run at her, <laughs> God, dude. <laughs> that was a moment like. But, uh, but then they're under good. the they're under the table, right? right? Or they're under the thing in the in the kitchen. And uh, they're like, I'm gonna make you a waffle. And he's like, and they're 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 hiding or whatever. And uh, and uh, <laughs> he she's like, you know what? Maybe you could move down here with me. She's like, we could get a dog. We could watch R-rated movies. And she's like, and you know, and maybe in six months. And he goes, oh, six, six months. months. <laughs> he's like, all right, I'm in love with Kelly. And then he gets yeah, up and just leaves. Like shlo- no, yeah. they just sit there because they can't <laughs> leave. Because <laughs> the kitchen staff just came mm-hmm. in. There's also this line. I'm trying to remember it, but he's like. 
she's like, why aren't the lights off? And he goes, oh, they just leave them on. It's cheaper that way. And she goes, I like how guys just know things. <laughs> and he, and he, goes, he goes, he goes, <laughs> he says something like, you're smart too. Like, never forget that. And he's like, no one more. And he's like, you're much smarter than me. And then he's like, ah, like, he, he <laughs> like, like regrets really the way that he said it. Yeah. <laughs> Did that, I remember, I remember that moment. I think, I think when they're under the table in Florida, watching that, live and having a really really visceral reaction of just like no like Aaron no like Ryan you have to get away from Aaron Aaron is like this boo is like this beautiful woman who's like so innocent get away you are the worst possible thing that could happen to Aaron this is what Ryan says so Aaron says I like how guys just know stuff all the time and Ryan goes girls know a lot of stuff too okay and nobody knows more than you especially me and then like his face like shuts down <laughs> he's struggling yeah. so much <laughs> Does, uh, did did uh, Kelly have any other relationships besides Daryl? Well, and Ravi, we, we know sorry, that of course. one relationship we know of is she went to juvie because she <laughs> stole her ex boyfriend's dad's mm. boat mm-hmm. long so long one. long before the show started. But yes, I forgot I just, about that. You know, she, that was a uh, the during that investigation that. That Dwight set out on. <laughs> it's unearthed that. And Dwight's like, let me tell you a story about an immigrant girl who came to this country and will now be going to jail for a crime she did commit. <laughs> and Kelly's like, what are you talking about, Dwight? A lot and of outtakes and from he that goes, And Dwight goes, I think you know. And she goes, you always say that and I almost never know. <laughs> <laughs> what is, I'm trying to think of, uh, I'm trying to think of these moments between Kelly and, and Ryan that like they see, they they just seem like right in sync with each other almost like uh there's a when when does ryan get that hat i was just gonna talk about <laughs> this ryan gets the fedora it's, yeah. it's so it's the episode is in season six when dwight is recording jim and jim figures it out and he gives the mallard to kelly yeah. right yeah and the the audio that dwight hears is like ryan you look so cool in your fedora and he goes <laughs> she's like do you think i should get a fedora and he goes i'd rather not say and then uh, somebody comes over and they're like, "Oh, Ryan, where'd you get that cool hat?" I'm just, I'm Kevin in this version, yeah, right? Yeah. And he goes, "I'd rather not say." And then Dwight comes over, right? And uh, she's like, "Where'd no you get?" No way, Jose. <laughs> Ryan comes over, or Dwight comes over, and he goes, "Where did you get that?" And she goes, "Oh, Professor Damon D. Duck. Jim gave him to me." <laughs> she named it. Professor yeah. David D. Duck, and then uh, he offers her money for it. And he 10 goes, bucks. he goes, I'll give you. He goes, I'll give you uh, ten dollars for it. And Ryan goes, twenty. He's leaning, yeah, like, yeah. one foot with his fedora, twenty. And uh, it's like, uh, okay. And he's like, all right. And he gives him ten. And then Ryan takes his the money and he puts it in his pocket. She goes, Ryan, you're so cool. And he goes, that reminds me, you owe me three bucks for gas. <laughs> <laughs> um, another moment. Oh, between those three people. Dwight uh, learns about the Print in All oh, Colors yes. initiative yeah. um, at Saber and realizes that he can. He print wants to be colors. a puppet master uh-huh. and get Kelly right. to join mm-hmm. um, because he thinks she can be easily manipulated. As he walks up on them, <laughs> Ryan's like, is "What co- are you guys doing?" <laughs> they're like, "Oh, we're just like catfishing this girl I met at, who was mean <laughs> yeah. to me at the mall, <laughs> trying to convince her to like get an eating disorder or something." <laughs> Trying to convince her to become bulimic or something. And like Ryan that. is like, tell her she's the fattest girl in your homeroom. And Kelly's like, ooh, that's good. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> that's the nice one. Yeah. But then, uh, but yeah, like Ryan's whole advice is like, you think you'd be asking me that if I were white? Yeah. Right. That's his whole. So, and then uh, 
And then Dwight's like, he's like, this Kelly is out of my control. And he's like, if you told me today, I thought I'd be creating a uh, animal that's capable of taking uh, that, that'd be out of or oh my gosh, if you told me this morning I'd be creating a life that would somehow be threatening me, I thought you'd be thinking about the bull Mose and I are trying to reanimate. <laughs> well, that kind of um, gives us. I think it brings us to an interesting question, which is like. Are they? Did Mose and Dwight ever reanimate that bull? And where Frank is that footage? Bull. Yeah. Uh, no, like, are they horrible for each other? Or are they perfect for each other? Like, do they deserve each other? Ryan they deserve Kelly? each other, definitely. You think so? I think I feel like Ryan's way worse than Kelly. Yeah. Does Ryan, I don't think Kelly but deserves Ryan? Doesn't well. Yeah, Ryan knows. Ryan does things like on purpose. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> That's what I mean. Cruel, but like, I mean, I mean, and. You don't really hold Kelly responsible because she seems oblivious. Right. To, sure. She, you, but like she's obnoxious. But she also but like, knowingly lies about being pregnant, mm-hmm. having been raped. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, she, she, she can be pretty um, um, conniving on her own. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think Ryan is worse, but she chooses Ryan. She has the opportunity to choose, you know, and I think the fact that she chooses yeah, Ryan true. over, you know, she's sitting with Robbie at the at the wedding and she's like, she's like, I'm really glad I didn't wear my Jimmy Choose today. She's like, they would have gotten ruined in this mud. She's like, I just saved you six hundred dollars, mister. And Robbie's like, oh, thank you, honey. <laughs> yeah. He's so accepting of her, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's a good point. Like, if if it, if she really, if she's willing to run away with Ryan, then yes. Yeah. I mean, I'll give you, Ryan sucks. Like, just in yeah. general. Ryan is the, but, the worst. But, like, but like, they choose each other to some extent. Mm-hmm. Or at least Kelly chooses Ryan. Do you like their characters on the show? Uh, Ryan and Kelly? Yeah. I do. Yes. I think they are so funny. I think that, I mean... My my dad thinks Kelly's like one of the funniest people. On the show. Yeah, I agree. Kelly's Kelly's great. I just yeah. like Ryan. Yes, rarely Charles, makes you me wanted laugh. me. <laughs> Ryan rarely makes me laugh. Like he's yeah. just not that. Which isn't maybe his. That's not necessarily his. Uh, he's a he's he's not a laugh. He's like a smirk. America's like yeah. one big mall. Yeah, that's a line from Ryan that always makes me laugh. It's so random. He's like. What's the other, oh, the other one? I hate, when Pam? Pe- I hate when people say things are oh, like crack I'm... when they've obviously never done crack. <laughs> All right, Ryan, like, uh, what should I call it? You know, something, something from, from your, your world. world. It's like scrapbooking. <laughs> she goes, "All right, yes, I'm a I'm a middle class fraud." Right. <laughs> what, what's the, what's the Soho's one mostly lost, but that's okay. What I, that's what I was <laughs> Pam's describing. Pam's describing her dream house. Soho's Soho's mostly lost, mostly but okay. Lost, but okay. There's there's that other one where Ryan is like really upset over Smokey Robinson dying. Yeah. Right. And he's like, ah, oh, the smoke man. I can't believe it. Trails of my tears. Like changed the generation. Yeah. Right. And then Jim was like, I second that emotion. Yeah. He's like, you think that's an appropriate response to Jim? <laughs> and then it's like Tears clearly, of a clown. Right. Don't call me a clown, Pam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clearly someone who loves Smokey Robinson so much would have to go see him. Right. Yeah, like, for like the smoke. Man. It's not what the smoke man would have wanted. <laughs> Later he becomes kind of this millennial caricature. Yeah. With oh, his, yeah. Big you know, time. Colorful. Right. Outfits. Wolf.com. Hoodie. Well, let's talk about Wolf.com because mm-hmm. Wolf.com is Kelly, Kelly's idea. Is Kelly's idea because she wishes she was a little dog going woof, 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 woof. Yeah. Trying to get a trying hold to, of Ryan. She was a little dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just like, shh, shh. Kelly's like, like, I don't think it's right. 
Kelly's like, I always have to be speaking. I always have to be speaking my mind. I write, I talk, I text, I tweet, I woof, and then it cuts to Ryan. And he's like, woof is your all-in-one solution for social yeah. media communication? And he's like, but why would I show you when I can woof you, right? And he does it, and yeah. then Ryan gets a call, and it's Aaron. She's like, Ryan, you have a call. You have a woof on line one. <laughs> woof. <laughs> and then uh, springs back up in the cold open during the do 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 yeah dot com in the closet yeah. She's like, Ryan. Then eventually sells it to? Washington University in St. Louis. Very good. Or Washington University Public Health Fund. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, uh, do we did we touch on, on everything we wanted to say about these two? <laughs> I've got a random thing that I wrote down. Okay. It's apropos of nothing, but it's just, it's Ryan goes, yeah, babies are cute. You know what's not cute? The fact that Kelly forgets to take her birth control pills on purpose. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Never come. When does that happen? When does he say that? I don't that? know. I found it looking up Ryan and Kelly. Oh moments. my gosh! I wonder if that might be a deleted scene. I don't remember that. Is that a web series? That's. Oh man, you know when Steve Carell is saying the you convict the office these days. It's in the convict. Okay. Ryan might be why. That's amazing. Ryan is such an alt right dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this isn't. It, it, it looks like it is in the deleted scene. Oh, okay. I like that though. I, <laughs> I feel like I kind of sucked the air out of this episode with that quote. No, no, I, I, no I love it. I, I mean, mean, that's that's right. It, Ryan it goes right to there. show you too that she can, you know, like that that she's trying to trick him into stuff too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's a bit of a it's it's a dysfunctional relationship all all the way around. The worst thing that Ryan does is when he convinces D'Angelo that he is her boss. That is oh that's oh, yes because like Kelly Kelly her. You, well, seem, you seem a bit erratic. Wait, well, well so it starts out Kelly does a meet cute with D'Angelo. Where yeah, she like turns and like drops her books and like is wearing the fake glasses. Yeah, she's like oh I didn't see you there right. And then yeah. it cuts to her in a talking head going and that is how you meet cute right. Yeah, and then later Ryan is like trying to he's like Kelly just pretend you know because like uh, so that I can have a job here right. And then uh, when like D'Angelo comes by. Ryan is like, Kelly, we needed those reports yesterday. And she's like, uh, all right, Mr. Howard, or whatever. And then later, Kelly's like, no, D'Angelo, you need to know the truth. Ryan hasn't had a real job here in years. He's not my boss. And he goes, hmm. He's like, I don't know what to believe. And he's like, uh, you've been here for a while. He's like, you seem kind of hysterical to me. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, terrible. It's so bad. Yeah. And then he just kind of says, okay, wrap that. Like, Ryan's just like, you wrap that up. I'm going to go home. Like, you know, why don't we call... Friends. This is a Charles Minor thing. Yes, Charles, you wanted me. Yeah. Why don't we call you Kapoor and you Hannon? He's like, oh, if we're going by middle names, I'll go by Aaron. This is very pretty. <laughs> so, well, my name is Roger Naganda, and I hate it. I thought Roger Naganda was a girl's name. It was a boy's was name. It was a boy's name. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I messed it up. Yeah, I wonder if they're Beefed like, I, 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 feel like, I feel like Ryan and Kelly are the, I don't, like the, like the mega Jim and Pam. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. Like they're like we need some characters in this office who are the, kind of the same like the this younger is the darkest people. timeline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like the younger people, but we need like not all young people are great. Let's yeah. remind our the audience that like also there's a lot of bad stuff. <laughs> As yeah. Angela says, Charles is a sophisticated man. He doesn't need to go dumpster diving for companionship. Kelly makes a run at Charles and Danny Cordray. Oh yeah, that's when uh, Dan, yeah. Michael. Michael introduces. She's like, "This is our new traveling salesman, Danny Cordray." Fuck. She goes, "Fuck me." No, no, no. He is not some piece of meat here for you to oogle at. Because besides, doesn't he remind you of someone 
here? And Kevin goes, he's like a better looking version of Andy. And Andy's like, thanks, Kevin. And Michael's like, no, doesn't he remind you like, like a younger version of me? And Oscar goes, it can be hard to estimate ourselves sometimes. Uh, well, shall we? Ryan and Kelly. Um, From Ryan to Kelly, the American Idol movie. <laughs> America's Sweetheart. You guys remember that? From Justin to Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Justin Guarini, he's the Diet Dr. Pepper guy now. Kelly Clarkson is a singer. And I, mean, I know what you're yeah, talking about. I don't the, remember what you're talking this about. This was the Dr. Pepper guy. It came out. I know. From Justin to Kelly, American never- Idol. <laughs> Justin Guarini, Diet Dr. Pepper, Kelly Clarkson. Since you've been gone. No, you don't know what I'm, You don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> of all their pop culture I'm telling hills, you. Of all the pop culture hills for Edwin to die from on. Ryan to Kelly. <laughs> Ryan to Kelly. I saw, I that, I I saw that in the that. rental store, and I was like, it's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> Randy Jackson. <laughs> Let's move on. All right, conference room, five minutes. Uh, all right, you know what? That's it. Conference room, five minutes. All right, Edwin, you have you you said you had something to tell us. <laughs> I did. What do you got? Thank you all for joining me today at this mandatory conference room meeting. Let's talk about from Justin to Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> we will now be airing <laughs> live audio recording. Um, but okay, so this past weekend, I traveled to sunny Los Angeles, California. Actually, it was pretty cloudy. But <laughs> to visit some friends, I was down there for a work meeting on Friday. Stayed through the weekend. Met up with our dear friends. Uh, shout outs to our friends, uh, Pat, Emily, and Spencer, right? And, hey. and on Saturday, uh, we drove around and saw some sites. And the first thing we went to was the City Hall from Parks and Recreation. Oh, hey, shit. That building with the face that you see. Yeah. Is Where actually, is that? It's Pasadena City Hall. Oh, okay. Oh, so we <laughs> drove out there. I took some pictures that there. That is a well-used establishing shot. Yeah. There were some people doing construction there. And when we walked up to take pictures, it looked like we were approaching them for something. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but I took some pictures pointing up at it. It was great. It was very fulfilling. Some <laughs> other people came and did the same thing, so it yeah, happens all the time. I'm sure. sure. And then later, we drove to Burbank, California, where there is the building that is like the office, like the show oh, Dunder yeah, the front of Dunder Mifflin Scranton. Oh. oh. Yeah, that's right. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah. What did it look like? It's Was it's, it just say, Was it just like, there it is? It lo- it's there, there it is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, it's... It, it's exactly what you think it would look like from the outside with a really tall hedge and um, the gate yeah. has like a blackout sort of tarp there. So clearly like people have been coming up to like try to do take that. Take pictures. Like, is it a functioning office? It's a soundstage. It's connected oh, to a soundstage okay. in California. Oh, and like okay. there's like a driveway, like one building over with like a big sign that says like no public access, you know? Wow. Yeah. So we, That's I took so wild because they didn't even film in there. Yeah, right? I think, don't they film there like the first season or something like they that? They did the first season and then they, like, as built, an office building. Right, and then they built out a set that's very similar. Or maybe they filmed at, well, gosh. Because they'll, you know, they'll have an interior somewhere shots. and an exterior somewhere. Yeah. They don't necessarily have to be the same building. You know what's crazy, though, is you remember in Money, when, in the Money, episode, in season four, when Michael decides to make a break for it and to go yeah. ride the rails, yeah. he like leaves the office building yeah, and, and runs, runs across the street and, and he just happens to go to like a railroad track. Right. Is there, there? There's no railroad. There's a railroad track oh, right by that building. Is it the same one? Do you, could you, did yes, you recognize it? it is absolutely. Because the, cam- the camera follows him running out of the door yeah, you, across you the see street him, yeah. and towards the rail yard to ride the rails. And like yeah. when you're there, you look across the street and you can see where the 
like the railroad is. That's so there. funny. Yeah. I wonder if someone was like, when are we going to use this railroad right over yeah. here? When's Michael Scott going to try and ride the rails? Yeah. Did the railroad ever interrupt their shots? Must have. Mm-hmm. Oh, sound on that railroad. Jesus. <laughs> As Jan says. <laughs> so, where's this train oh. going? And Michael says, I think the engineer left. <laughs> Did you uh, did you get the feeling standing there? Did you did you feel wh- yeah. what did you feel? Were you was it uh, like a letdown? Was, was it, did you it just was park cool? on the street and walk down? Was you just it parked did you park right out street? front? Yeah, you just park out front. It was spectacularly average. Yeah, <laughs> like just it was. Like, it's just a building. Where is it? Burbank. It's so Burbank. it's like it's like Van Nuys. It's in the valley. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Hey, but there's beauty in ordinary things. That's right. <laughs> I wish you knew where you were in the good old days when you were in them. But that's where the Scranton Straggler drove it by. Was the, it was the. Did you scoop some gravel? <laughs> and I was, now, kids, you can sell this and buy yourself a spaceship. <laughs> but uh, but basically, it was average in like the most perfect sort of way. Yeah. Like in that, it, it's just a building out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. American workplace. It's 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 supposed to be slice yeah. of life. Yeah. Very normal. Was it quiet on the street? Or yeah, we it? went on a Saturday afternoon, so there was yeah, like nobody nice. there. And the end of the street is like a cul-de-sac. Kind oh, of thing. cool. Uh-huh. So yeah, and it's on well, Sata- a good spot. It's on Satakoy Street, which if you remember, Charles Minor, the company that he comes from is Satakoy Steel. Oh no way. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yep. That is awesome. Dude, yeah, that's I'm cool, so, man. Dude, that's so cool. Yeah, well great. done. Congratulations. I want to go. My heart is very full at this moment. The words of Michael Scott. <laughs> trivia? Yeah. Let's trivia. Do some trivia. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. Trivia this week. Uh, it's going to be short and sweet here, but we are, we are we are doing it on season seven, episode seven. Okay. Uh, mm. This is where I need to guess the episode. Yeah. Yes. Season seven, episode seven, viewing party. No. Christening. Yes. All right. Oh. <laughs> Always impressive. Pretty on good. Yes. Dang. Cold open. Nailed it. Uh, yeah, this is like from time to time I. Uh, as I'm watching The Office, I'll just jot down trivia questions when whenever we need one. That's last good. minute, which was this good. episode. That's good. Um, My man. Something I want to, I'm going to start asking with these episode trivias. What's the cold open to this episode? Oh, man. Are they they're in The Office? Yes. Uh, I'll give you a big hint. Sure. It, it, is a, it is a conference room cold open. Oh, it's Dwight with Knights of the Night. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> Great guess, though. <laughs> Great guess. Dwight is involved. I don't know. I don't feel like they're talking ab- about the christening. Are it is they? the hygiene day presentation. Oh. So it is because they're still talking Cam about Cam is doing like, the vampire cough. Right. Oh. The vampire cough. The more we expose ourselves to germs. Oh, sneezes in Dwight's wow. face. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bowl yeah, of yeah. dirt. Yeah. Uh, what impression does Michael do when trying to sit next to Jim and Pam? Oh. I know it. The Godfather. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Scooch down before oh, I shoot, shoot you in the head. <laughs> Michael, this is really important. I need you to say that you know you're not the godfather. Yes. No, Michael, I'm sorry. I need you to say it. <laughs> I'm not the godfather. I'm not the godfather. Like, you can see the realization <laughs> in his face like <laughs> as he says it. Yeah. Brilliant, Steve Croft. Brilliant. Uh, who are Cece's godparents? Not Michael Ooh, Scott. Our friends. Their friends. It's like mm-hmm. they like just met. Ken <laughs> and... Kathy or Terry or something? Don't we know. don't know the wife's name. Okay. But it's Seth and his wife. Oh, Seth and his wife. And how and did they Pam met, meet them? They met them at... Mommy and Me. Oh, That's correct. Dang it. 
They did I was going to say Le Mans. Ah. Ah. Um, What's your daughter's name again? Pee-pee? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, where is the youth group going in Mexico specifically? Oh. This uh, is deep. Wait, wait. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the way that that girl says it. At the end, we'll all be at the end, we'll all be Kinishtanos. Kimish, Kimish, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, Kimishto, Kimishto, Kimishto. In we'll practically be Kimishtanos in Cabo Corrientes, Mexico. Is the the province the area? Okay. Do you smell like a weird warm cheese? That's what Andy says. Uh. Uh, all right, finish this quote from Mima. Fine, I'll guess I'll, I'll look after blank and your baby. Well, somebody's look, purse. Somebody's purse. Angela's yeah. purse or something. No, no, it's somebody from her family. Yeah. Your mom's purse? Suzanne. Suzanne. Suzanne's Suzanne. purse and your baby. And if it's a boy, Silvio. Again, Mima. Sucks. What deal does... Dwight offer the church congregation on Saber products. Oh, it's like 10% off if you mention this service or something like that. Close. This is a hard one. No, it's it's a 4% discount <laughs> on all Dunder Mifflin Saber products if you buy a printer at full price. <laughs> this is the worst 4% deal. And then ever. He, he runs out to Michael and he's like, Michael, I need you to authorize a temporary discount on printer prices. And he goes, uh, no. And he goes, ugh. He runs back. <laughs> and uh, what do they listen to at the end of this episode? Uh, oh. Prairie Home Companion. Yes. yes. Well, Lake, what does Aaron think it is? Lake, oh, Lake Wobegon. She calls it Lake Wobblegon. Wobblegon, yep. <laughs> yep. And then they're like, well, they all got into, Mer- they all got into Meredith's van. Now they're going to see a movie. And Michael's yeah. like, oh, we're missing that. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. So, I'm, doesn't they say something like, so glad to be back in a country that has movies. <laughs> that has, has movies, movies. yeah. And then no, the they all, haven't even left the country. And Toby, Toby, like walk. He's like me and the big guy have had some troubles, you know. Yeah. And then he's outside he's the so church. <laughs> Why you gotta be so mean to me? <laughs> I can't wait to do a Toby episode oh, someday. We're gonna do it someday. All righty, we'll that's it, it. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, check us out on social media. You know we're on Facebook. You, you know, know it. that we're on Twitter Obviously. at Michael Scott Pod, and you know that we're on Instagram at preach, Michael preach. Scott Podcast Company. You can log in there, write us a comment, write us a message, call us on the phone. Our number is 503-694-9314. And if you leave us a message, a question, a comment, we play them on the show sometimes. You've heard it before. Um, we just might play yours. So check it out. Uh, try it out. Give us a call. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. That reminds me, you owe me three bucks for gas. <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.